0: Round one. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of BS with Jake Paul. We got Tyron Woodley on this show. Live, episode eight. Like, comment, subscribe. Let's get it, let's get it. Let's get right into it. Round one. LeBron James, LeBron James, is pulling an absolutely insane move right now. He's trying to renegotiate his contract, but LeBron wants to be an owner of the Phoenix Suns and he will be the first ever active player to also be an owner of the team, but there's a reason he wants to do this and it's pretty crazy. Basically, he wants to play with both of his sons, Bronny and Bryce James. So he wants the ability to become the general manager so that he could draft his own sons and be the first ever player in the NBA to play with his kids. That's pretty epic, to be honest. He gonna change the name to the
1: Suns, S-O-Ns. S-O-N-S, they're gonna be the the Suns. (laughs) Oh, that's gonna be crazy. The Phoenix Suns. See, thinking ahead. He got a bright future on his hands. I mean, think about it. The Suns got Chris Paul, Devin Booker. They got a little squad up there. That's another top team in the West. You never know. And speaking of Phoenix, we'll be there soon,
0: October 29th. Anderson Silva, don't forget about me. George Pickens from the Pittsburgh Steelers had one of the craziest catches that the NFL has ever seen. Here's the clip.
2: On the move down the sideline. Rookie on rookie and what a catch with the right hand.
0: Now, people are comparing it to Odell Beckham Jr's catch and saying that it's better. No, it's fucking not. Like that's, guys, come on, let's be real. Odell's catch can never be matched. That's my boy, I gotta support Odell. And by the way, it was actually a touchdown which makes the catch 10 times better. This is sick, put this to music. I don't think he stepped out either. That may be the greatest catch I've
1: ever seen. That may be the greatest catch I've ever seen in my life. Alright, alright, I know Odell, your boy and everything, but Odell might even say this catch might have been a little crazier. Just the way he fucking changed his motherfucking body. (laughs) And I think it was with the right hand. Comment down below which catch you guys think is better. We're gonna see if
0: D-cut can uh, recreate this catch. So it's on your outside it shoulder. It is left.
1: Oh, it's right.
0: handed On your outside
1: shoulder. You gotta say blue, Green. Red, 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 on. Red, on. red, red. Say go. Close. Really close. First try. I have three tries. Red, red. Say on. go. That was the quarterback. Blue, eighty, blue, eighty, blue, eighty. Say go.
0: My boy can't catch.
1: I would
2: say that was the throw.
0: That was the throw. Red non, red non, set, go. Ah! Oh, is this your touchdown celebration? Thank you, Logan, for letting us... Use your WWE crash pad. You see that? I'm always ready. Blocked it with the shoulder. Slip. Amanda Serrano last weekend destroyed Sarah my food, made it look easy, and now she is going for undisputed. And also over the weekend, the most feared man in the sport of boxing called me out. The legend. The GOAT. I didn't think he would call me out. I didn't think he would want to fight me, but Beetlejuice called me out. Check the video.
3: The guy they said, they want you to box with this guy.
0: That guy right there. Who the fuck is that? He said he'll whoop your ass. Oh, he gonna whoop shit. What would you do to a guy like that?
2: fuck
0: the shirt thank you We considered this fight, uh, but I talked to Nakisa, and it's just too big of a risk at this point in my career. At, at least I'm mad enough to admit that. but never say never. Beetle pimp. if you're watching this bro, I'm gonna fucking squash you like a bug and and fuck you for wearing that little blonde wig to try and mimic me. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. At least I have hair Beetlejuice. hmm? Everything about that, everything about growing some hair, buddy.
1: <laughs> fucking guy. Hey, I heard from the homies, bro. Beetlejuice might fuck around, and beat your ass, bro. Don't be fucking with Beetlejuice.
0: He's nasty, huh?
1: I heard from the homies, Beetlejuice really like that.
2: Think about it, what you say, pal? You don't wanna fuck with a shorter guy.
1: I ain't gonna lie, he might be more deadly than Woodley. Boxing news: Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford
0: is officially confirmed. I'm super excited. I want to go to the fight in person, and some bad news in the boxing world, doesn't look like we're gonna get Gervonta Davis versus Ryan Garcia because of Gervonta's legal issues. Apparently he is on house arrest and has a court date, and because of this, the fight will not be able to happen in December. So it's looking like it's gonna be pushed back, and it feels like this fight is cursed, and I don't think we will ever see this fight, people. Come
1: on, people, make this fight happen. Hey, never say never. Never. That boy Gervonta gonna serve him a nice good, play the humble pie real soon, don't worry about it. And it's looking like
0: these NASCAR drivers are trying to get into the sport of boxing. Andrew Grady started beating the shit out of another NASCAR driver because he was pissed off about a crash. We got trouble down, we got got a major fight going
1: on down here. And I mean Teppers have flair kicking the race car, we got fists flying, we got all kinds of stuff going on.
0: He actually quote unquote said, I just started Mike Tysoning him in the face. And
1: I wanted to talk
0: to him and he flipped me off. So I started Mike Tyson in his head. You're in a big boy sport. When you recommend, you can take a grown man ass whip, and that's how I feel. Will we see Andrew Grady on an undercar? <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this, but Million Dollar Marco from The Better Team and The 100X Podcast hit a $3 million parlay off of $65,000. It's
3: either $3 million or it's zero. He's a out. He's a
2: out. Oh, come on.
0: Yes. My cash out is $1.6 million and I'm not clicking. This could be the biggest regret of my life. Oh, oh.
2: Oh.
0: I'm going for a $5 million parlay next. I'm dead serious, I'm going for a $5 million winner. There is no fucking way this guy can see the future. I should have never bet against him on the first play of the season. He can literally see the future. I don't know about you guys, but I'm gonna to start to follow his picks every single week. This guy is probably the craziest betting wizard that I've seen on the face of the planet. And who would have thunk the Miami Dolphins are three and, oh, and Marco actually put the Miami Dolphins winning on there. But they're the only undefeated team in the league, and me and Rick Ross put a million dollars on them to
1: win the Super Bowl, and things are looking fucking good. I'm not gonna lie, Dolphins really surprised us this season. I mean, they beating people so bad. I think Tua had to give Josh Allen a little pat on the back, like a little baby. This is Josh Allen after the game. Oh, what
0: the fuck! I can't believe we lost to the fucking Dolphins. Oh,
1: it's okay, did we but Tua was like. <laughs> Dolphins really surprising us this year, they're really showing up. And tonight we got Tua versus Joe Burrow. I'm going with Tua,
0: got a ride with the Dolphins. And another crazy thing happened in sports this week. Aaron Judge hits his 60th home run. Three infielders on the left side for Judge and here's the 3-1. Drill deep to left field. There it
1: goes, number 60.
0: A record. The fans who caught it give him the ball for free. I mean, These guys are fucking idiots. They could have gotten five, 10, 15 million dollars for this fucking ball, and they gave it to them for a fucking signed jersey or some bullshit. I mean, these guys, these kids are fucking stupid, bro. I'm sorry. When I saw that, I just thought to myself, like, ah, they must have rich parents because they fumbled the fucking bag. Idiots. And speaking of baseball, Albert Pujols hits his 700th home (laughs) run. legend of the sport congratulations Albert not that you need it from me actually I'll go fuck myself but good job and in my opinion Aaron judge is the true champ since he did it without steroids and did it clean that's how this whole thing should be judged it doesn't make sense to have people on the list who hold the record but we're doing steroids and the Cleveland Guardians clinch a playoff spot go Cleveland I'm proud of you guys keep on winning keep on guarding them Keep on guarding them. Keep on guarding the city. Swing that wood of yours. (laughs) Grab those balls and chuck them. Speaking of Cleveland, the Browns should be 3-0 right now, which is absolutely absurd, but they are playing good ball, baby. Miles Garrett gets into a car accident, so we're praying for him, hoping that he's okay. But the Browns have serious playoff potential. We'll see what happens. Go Brown! End Slate! Yep, yep! We know, we know, (laughs) end
2: Slate!
1: Johnny, Johnny, we need Slates. Can you clap that ass?
2: End Slate! Robin! Give us a
1: little clap. I'm scared for you. Ain't nobody getting to this man until they get through me. Mm -hmm, All you YouTubers, mm -hmm. TikTokers, breakdancers, I don't give a fuck if you just do Mm backflips. If you just a guy on Instagram, you do backflips and you want to box Jake Paul, you got to box me first. Mm -hmm. If you a dude on Instagram and you kayak, but you want to box Jake Paul, Mm -hmm. uh, you got to get through me first. Mm
0: -hmm. Right here on this goddamn show. And listen. This godforsaken sports show where we talk about mainly everything except sports. (laughs)
1: Bro, I'll get in the ring right now and just show him a little something.
0: Yeah, Who is it? You, you starting right now?
1: I learned a little something from Jake Paul, but it's not Don't, don't
0: show the opponents, bro. Round two! Woo! Round two! Let's, let's give it up! Come on, bring the hype! Bring the hype! Bring the hype! Round two, everybody! B.S. with Jake Paul! Tavon Woodley's about to join us in a second. I feel like this is gonna be the best episode yet. I got a feeling. I really do got a feeling. And we're gonna get right into it with a... mm, a, uh, You frustrated. A capper, a capper. Uh, And I called it, guys, I'm sorry, but if you remember a while back, the Hater Hotline kid calls in, Norris, and I said he would not show up. He was supposed to be on a flight yesterday, show up today to spar D-cut, I will show up. I guarantee you don't. On my life, I will. And he is nowhere to be found, what of was, course.
2: What was his excuse?
0: The, <sighs> he had a lot of them. He had a lot of them. And I know it's all bullshit because he asked, towards the end of it, he asked us to pay him $250,000. I swear to God. What? You're kidding. <laughs> he asked us to pay him $250,000 to show up here. Um, and then once we denied that he started making up all these excuses about how he wouldn't have enough time. We pull up the text messages, how he wouldn't have enough time to sleep before the sparring session. So I'm not making any money off of this. Jake got the bag. He
2: didn't want your money first of all. Pretty sure a couple one.
0: hundred K won't hurt his pockets. What the fuck? Talking about, he's going to beat my ass. Talking about how he's going to beat Deca's ass. And if you remember the original interview, he said on his life that he would show up.
2: What if he dies? I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, he said it on <laughs> his
2: life that's
0: crazy that could end up happening and I know these types of guys man it's the internet keyboards who live at their mom's house who think they are so fucking tough and when it really gets to fighting like Tommy Fury they back out and I mean side note but Tommy Fury got Molly Mae pregnant oh my god your tweet
2: was legendary that's crazy
0: he did you see he didn't Jake's tweet?
2: he
1: finally didn't pull out of something that's <laughs> what's
0: great I said this is shocking because he's normally pulling out of stuff man But Norris, I just have to say, bro, you are a fucking bitch. You acted so hard. You had all these
1: things to say about me, and of course you didn't show up. Of course. And you have this. Let me just say one thing. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. You really you really scary as fuck because not only did you have people that was actually cheering for you like i don't even know what the fuck you look like so i'm out here really training for to fight whatever the fuck i didn't even know what the fuck to expect so like we were
2: all really you great. had a,
1: you had a you had a, a puncher's chance i mean i was gonna knock the, knock your shit out but you really you really just blew a big opportunity he like, was
0: like training and everything and he blamed, yeah, like, bro, he blamed you, his injury or I, he blamed it on his injury in his back
3: that's it
0: There
1: yeah. we go. You know what's crazy? Like, all they their weren't even—they weren't even telling me that you were fully backing out. They're like, "Oh, he's asking for shit." We don't know. I'm still over here like, I don't know if I got to fight this man tomorrow. Then all of a sudden, you pull out the biggest bitch move ever bro literally dms me
2: i can barely walk i can
1: barely walk bro dms me a video of him talking about some oh, my back hurt he's in the fucking grocery cart bro i'm gonna send this shit in bro this shit is crazy bro if I really come,
2: I don't think pulled I can the spark. biggest
1: bitch move ever and then and then tried to be my friend after he got he might have got his ass beat just sparring training for me. I was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, he was texting
0: you, being like, don't, don't lay into me too hard. Bro, on don't know
1: what. Like, he literally hit me up this morning, the day of. I'm thinking I'm not even knowing if you're here or not, bro. That's crazy.
0: Bro, and uh, I still want to beat his ass. And, yeah, and get yeah, bro. I hate these types of people. And tell your girlfriend to stop following me, bro.
1: It's bad. He's done. We're gonna erase you from the tell internet. Tell your bro.
2: girlfriend
0: to Yeah, bro, she's annoying. <laughs>
2: How does she annoy Come get your girl. She's just following you? Yeah,
0: she'd be DMing me and such. What'd she say? I don't even know. I I don't even open it.
1: Bro, he was talking so crazy. He DMed my girl. He He DMed Tori? Bro, he DMed Tori. Bro, this guy needs to get his ass beat. He really DMed my girl. Well, if his
2: girlfriend's watching this, she should be more mad. Why is your boyfriend DMing other girls? That's what I was wondering. I wonder if he DMed me.
1: I think he really is just an internet troll. That's crazy. He's a real internet troll. Yeah, which
0: is like the worst type of people because they act so tough in the comments and then... They don't want to actually show up and do anything.
1: Look at us, bro. We really are myth busters. We really use the hater hotline. We're, no, we're bitch busters. Bitch busters. Wait, we're the bitch The hater busters. hotline. By, we should literally get, like, get the costumes like the bitch, bitch busters.
0: Bitch busters, bro. Who's Every, on the list? Tommy Fury, Haseem Rockman Jr., and now and now Duck Norris.
1: That's crazy. He really joined the That's fucking, my dad joke for he the He owned day. a famous hit list. He's he famous Norris, for being Duck a bitch. Norris. No, he a famous bitch.
0: KSI's on it, too. Oh, KSI yeah. is on it. KSI is ducking Tyron Woodley. We're gonna get to that just in a second here. Um, I have a lot to
1: talk about with w- Mr. Woodley here. I'm excited.
2: I'm excited too.
1: I think Bro' gonna come in with good vibes, good energy. He he's one of those guys who he's just flying has all natural, the way to PR. He had, he's a natural character. Like I remember, the, I was watching the face to face just to like remember some stuff. Like when you guys were like, you guys Loki had good chemistry in the face to face. Even though you guys were talking hella shit, like it was good chemistry. It was weird. It was like. Entertaining as fuck like I'm gonna miss those days.
2: I have so much more respect for him after dealing with like the whole Thomas situation the same situation where like Tyron really like showed up and showed out every single time he needed to and it made me respect him so much more after seeing like The actual bullshit that comes with other fighters and like real boxers It's pretty crazy. Like he was there and he was active like was fully active. No, ready he to go
1: You know he made it clear like he not no bitch ass fighter he, he would it. he, he if it the bag like is on the table us. he gonna grab the bag like most of these people are really scared to go grab a bag and bro's not scared to grab a bag well that's so. why
0: i explain where in boxing people are afraid to lose their undefeated record where in mma it's a lot more common to lose because you lose and then you fight back up the rankings and dana makes three four fights happen a year in boxing you lose and like all your money disappears and so it's much more of a risk. Um, and Floyd Mayweather sort of set that standard, right? You sure. keep on getting paid more and more and more to be undefeated.
2: Speaking of which, Floyd fucking fighting no-namers. <sighs> Bro, <Jake's> over- <laughs>
0: fuck this guy, Floyd. Fuck, like, Has he I, paid Logan yet? He, he still hasn't paid Logan. <laughs> He's calling me out saying once I fight a real fighter, I'm going to get destroyed. Uh, saying that you know I, he will fight me, but I have to cut 40 pounds down to his weight. Uh, meanwhile, he's fighting guys. He didn't even know the name of the guy he was fighting. He they said in an interview, "He Oh, he can't read, can he? If
2: they're holding up <laughs> cue cards. <laughs> no,
0: this can't. is who you're fighting. No, he literally said it in an interview. He's like, I don't even know the name of the guy that I'm fighting. Should have been, like, he's wasting his out. fans' fucking money, bro. He's wasting everyone's time. He's ruining his legacy. Like, this is a guy who arguably had one of the greatest legacies in the sport of boxing up there, you know, with Ali. Yeah, the great, up the there with, you know, Tyson and. He's ruining it by doing these uh, little exhibition fights. Just but do you that think it clearly would clearly for money? But do you yeah, think, think it would just ruin it to get more? A
2: bag. Ruin it more? What ruins his reputation more? Say he fights you and fucking loses, or just fighting these no namers and winning? Like, but he's
0: already fighting. So like, yeah. Yeah,
2: it, but it, it would ruin it, his reputation more if he actually fought you. I think you he and needs money.
0: I, I legitimately think he needs. Well, die. He needs there's, money. <laughs> there is no way you can keep up that lifestyle. Think about this, guys. Like. He kept up the same lifestyle that he had while he was fighting. The cars, the jewelry, the rolling around with 30 people, private jets everywhere, vacations, uh, spending you know millions of dollars on one watch. Yeah. you can't who keep up. Who does that?
2: Who spends a million dollars on <laughs> one watch?
0: I'm guilty. Yeah, but no, but but um. But, but he's a fucking dumbass. Like, you can't keep up that same lifestyle after you're retired. And I think he realized that and then had to get back into shape and started doing these exhibitions because he can't function without that lifestyle. That is who he is. That's his identity. It's Floyd Money Mayweather. So no, it's he Floyd has Needs has Money to, Mayweather. Floyd Needs Money Mayweather. <laughs> and and
2: but you he just racist. wants to keep
0: that up. He wants to keep that going. He... he Feels like he can't be himself unless he's living that lifestyle, and now he needs to do these fights, but it's tarnishing his legacy. But if he is going to fight, then why not fight me? I'll make 175. You make 165. We'll have a 10 pound weight difference. We can well, you get made that a good sanctioned. Point
2: that he didn't care about Logan's weight difference. So why would he give, care so much about y'all's weight? Difference? No,
0: exactly Because he know you he got didn't the care. Hands. I ain't he, lie. He didn't care about the 35 pound weight difference with Logan, and he says once I fight a real fighter, I'll, I'll, it'll be bad for me. So really, he has no excuse as to why this fight shouldn't happen. It's one of the biggest fights to make in boxing. Espinoza's down at showtime, um, and it makes a ton of sense. But I will say, if we do fight, part of the contract will be that he has to pay my brother.
1: I got you, Logan. Gotcha. I'm gonna get that fucking money back for you, buddy. <laughs> Damn. So it's you So work. you basically said Floyd out here doing these nickel and dime charity I, fights, getting OMs and stuff. I'm sorry, of- I'm sorry. I am I am happy for Deji because
0: he's fighting Floyd. That's great for Deji. It's great for influencer boxing. Uh, but what it's not great for is boxing. Yeah. Like it and Floyd. Um, and his fans, it's not great for. Yeah. Uh, they, they know what's gonna happen. He's gonna go in there, toy with Deji, knock him out in the you know third or fourth round to make it feel like the fans got at least somewhat of a show. But we all know what's gonna happen. We all know what's gonna fucking happen. Yeah. Um, so if you're gonna do these fights to to make you know five, ten million dollars a pop, let's run it up. You know, make.
2: What do you think this oh, is my equivalent? to? stop Mate.
1: doing these nickel fights, Floyd. Let's get some, let's What is some... it
2: equivalent to in, like, other sports? Like, what is Tom, or, like, if Tom Brady did what? Is it compared to Floyd Mayweather taking this? It's like, that's like Tom, Tom Brady, Brady going, to going to play flag
1: f- football, <laughs> Yeah, this is like, t- like Tom Brady Tom going to
3: Tom
1: Brady going, going, to, <laughs> do going to some to coach CFL.
2: high school football? I mean, I feel like that's even more respectable than what? Not
1: one. even coach. Floyd out here actually trying to knock niggas' heads off That's ass. Yeah, I think I'm, that's kind of, like, tarnishing his, like, that's kind of weak. I don't know. I feel what you're saying. It's like, if you got this, you built up this whole, you know, you beat the greats, you beat out Oscar De La Hoya, you beat all these big names, now you fighting motherfucking kindergarten Super Smash Brothers characters and shit. Like, you over here, you over here doing it, fucking up your shit. When you could fight, you know, the money man, the new money man in town right here. And and, and then you could probably take a couple years off and, and draw your Bugattis and shit around. That's why you got the strip club right after you knock out the Tokyo boxer. You go to the girl you collection. You get the cash. Put the cash that.
0: through, don't have to pay taxes on it. That's what washing money is. You ever seen Ozark? Yeah. That's <laughs> what fucking Floyd Mayweather's doing. In broad daylight. You think he really is Bro, this guy makes 10 million off of a fight. You know how much a good strip club makes in Vegas? Mm. Not not nearly that in a year. I, don't know. I feel like- Not 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 his strip club and so <laughs> not,
2: his, not
0: strip his strip club. That shit is dangerous. I, I'm, I'm saying like, bro. So what's it for? It's the washroom <laughs> I'm sorry. I know too much about all these guys. We'll we'll get into the Eddie Hearn situation probably probably on the next episode. There's just too much to unravel there, and we got too much other shit going on in this episode. Honestly.
1: Yeah, let's Lucky leave. You, but, we're gonna, but we're let's gonna but we're gonna
0: debunk that to Eddie Hearn. Yeah. yeah the, the, if you guys don't know, Eddie Hearn sued me. Um. So make sure you guys subscribe, like, comment, because I'm going to go into that next week and talk about the whole Eddie Hearn situation and what's going on there and give you guys the update. Speaking of Brits, <laughs> had a call with Tommy Fury. I seen it. A little FaceTime action, huh? Yeah, they're saying we're going to fight in February. <gasps>
2: They've said y'all are going to fight fucking.
0: I, I think he actually can't leave the, or he can't come into the United States. So, if I fight him in the UK...
2: Wait, okay, when does it come into play of that whole saying, like, shame, like, trick, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, like, this is now the third time that exactly. you're gearing up to fight this guy. He, he has made it seem crazy. like he is fully in and committed to fighting you every single fucking time until it's the well, last minute. what if he was? What, if, what if he really yeah. got hurt the first time, and what if the second time he really couldn't get in the States? Yeah. Then why do you think they waited until literally press conference to find out he couldn't come into the fucking United States? You know way longer than that. Like, it's always been last minute, too. I'd maybe believe it if it was like, oh, they found out, okay, whatever. But it's always last minute. He gets all the hype leading up to the fight, and then he drops out. So, yeah, I think
0: parts of it are shady. I don't think we're getting the full truth on everything. But regardless, it's a great matchup, and I really want to knock him out.
2: I think it's a great matchup, yeah. and I really want to see you knock him out, too. I'm just curious. is like, If this guy pulls out a fucking Gen Jake, like...
1: They're gonna be mad at you. They're gonna be mad at you if he pulls out again. Okay, I'm just letting you know. I might be mad at you. They're already mad at I'm with everyone, Julia on this one. Everyone's no already mad at me. I'm with Julia on this one. Like, I can't
0: do I can't do anything to make people happy. That nigga could
1: wait till the day they're of the fight already and be
2: mad. like. Oh my. Watch, watch, watch. I'm calling it now. The fight's coming. Something with Molly's pregnancy. Like, oh she's going that. into labor. <laughs> I can't come I can't fight.
0: fight. <laughs> Round three, baby. Let's go. Woo! My God, Tyron, thank you for pulling up, bro. How you feeling?
3: Shit, I don't know what to expect, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
1: got some shit up
3: your sleeve, so. Well, nah, I'm nah. We're, closer, no, we good. Hell no. No crazy shit.
1: No,
0: no more crazy shit. Uh-huh. We leaving that.
2: Don't believe
1: them. Don't look behind you. No, that's uh-huh. no, no. I'm sitting too close. I'm <laughs> like, <but> no antics. <laughs> don't pull no antics uh-huh. right here.
0: We got a lot to talk about, I feel like. Or there is a lot to talk about. You know, I feel like there's... Man, we we had a crazy couple of fights, crazy couple of situations. I kinda wanna start with the KSI shit, cause he's ducking you, bro.
3: Yeah, I mean, I really don't really get into like the Twitter war shit. Like I really don't even check Twitter all that much, but my shit started banging. Everybody, did you see this, did you see this? Every time I fought, had a fight against you or something different, he always had a little bit of something to say, which I never really care about. But when it comes down to fighting Especially if you want to be respected to the sport, you want to be received welcomely uh, by the fans. If you talk about somebody, you got a, a word to say about another man. When it come out to fighting, you should be re- willing to fight as well. So that kind of took me out. Where I'm like, either you want to fight me or
0: you don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he and he, I I don't think he do, does at all. I, didn't I don't know. Be, he would get his ass whooped.
3: I feel like I feel like KSI. I don't know a lot about him. I know he fought Logan a couple of times. I, I was at one of those fights and I feel like um, sometimes it's a bucket list for people. And it's a couple of people that came over from different backgrounds, has been successful in fighting and boxing in general. Um, it's not many. it's maybe two or three. And I feel like, I don't know what y'all smoke is, but I feel like you and him are kind of fighting for that one person that's the real deal out of the two. And I feel like if you fight real deal fighters, you're more likely gonna be called the real deal, so.
0: And he hasn't. He just hasn't done that. I mean, even yeah. he did the poll, and you were the number one voter. He he basically, if you all didn't see it, he basically said, "Who should I fight?" And he put like a couple of names, and Tyron got the most I was votes, the most like eight hundred thousand votes. He gotta fight me then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I can
3: leave. I don't he know. <laughs> Why, he
0: gotta, he Why got would like he, a, he do that though? Knowing he's, I, bro, I, if he's like not gonna fight votes, you. Votes, He's not gonna fight you, bro. If he got a
3: lot of votes on it and he put it out there to see, I mean, I can do that and get away with it, but you guys can't. Because y'all whole shit is like, I won't do this, I bet you I will fucking do it, right? Exactly. Or you gotta put yourself out there because that's kind of the world y'all live in. So if you put a whole poll out and everybody wanna see me fight him, then why would you put the poll out and not fight?
0: No, exactly. And yeah. you're gonna watch this, right? He he's gonna, gonna see this. He
1: gonna tune in. He probably already watched he's it right now. He gets <laughs> alerts. Somehow, some way. That's easy for me.
0: He always has something to say about this show, uh, which just means he's watching it. We have a whole section like called Hater Hotline. Oh, my God. My the- daily.
3: You, <laughs> you, you and whoever tried to prank call me one time. Uh, uh, no, I like, wait, who uh, uh,
1: was it? <laughs> I was mad hot. Hi, this is Michael Urban from ESPN. Uh, is this
2: Tyron Woodley? Correct. So, I don't when, worry about- so when Jake Paul stuffs his cock down Ben Askren's mouth, what would you feel like since you guys are such a brotherhood and team? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, cause I was sorry. Away,
3: I was really not fucking with nobody at that time man. not even my coaches and they called me and I was like to be <laughs> honest I don't give a fuck who
0: was it? it was it me was and Jay Leon Jay Leon did yeah. that but bro like, I could tell you were cutting weight and you were irritated I, like,
3: I said the only reason I answered this call cause Ben helped me win some straps and that's my dog but opposite of that, I don't really give a fuck
2: well, Jake's cutting weight now so you can get your revenge. You can prank call him soon. He's on the same wavelength of yours. you. You got to
0: cut weight? Yeah. yeah um, this will be the lightest. I'm going y'all fighting 187. Now? I, I oh, wanted, That's homicide.
3: Y'all I, better fuck each other up.
0: I know. I know. I wanted to go to 185, but Anderson wanted two more pounds. But I'm going to start to go lower and lower into weight because eventually I want to be at 175. Who? Damn. Who do you think wins, me or Anderson? Like what's your perspective I mean, on the thing?
3: Anderson's a GOAT, to be honest. Like I fuck with Anderson because I know his obstacles. I know the behind the scenes shit that people don't see. Um I know what he has to deal with to be able to go out there and win. And um What are some
2: of those obstacles? Like his um, biggest one you
3: think? I think I think the obstacle was when he first came onto to the UFC, it was a it was a brand becoming. It wasn't a brand yet. So it was a brand becoming, and his language barrier stopped him from having the star power that some people can get just from being able to talk or dress away or flip a tire or wear, a fucking suit or yeah. driving a certain car. So he had to do it based on his skill. So he did that. It took a lot more fights, bumping up to different weight classes, taking on different fighters, and they all were supposed to have the recipe to take him on. and couldn't. So I'm forever gonna have his respect. I feel like, um, I feel like Jake, you kind of like the kid that everybody want to whoop their ass and teach a lesson to, but you laughing through the ass whooping, so it's kind of hard to get the lesson taught. So I, feel like, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I feel like it came out of nowhere, but when you look at it, it's kind of like, mm, that's kind of an interesting fight. So I'm gonna just watch it to watch it. I'm not like trying to like put my whole fucking house on anybody, but it's, a, it's, it's ways I feel like you can win. I feel like there's ways he can win. Just my honest opinion.
0: No, I Uh, appreciate that. Yeah, no, I see that too. And I agree with it. You know, it's going to... I'm the underdog now for like the first time going into a fight. And I think it really is a a 50-50 fight. And it will be who is better on that night. But that's what what makes it interesting. Yeah,
3: I fuck with the way he's done in the last couple fights because it's something about... Your, your your morale being high, right? It's something about you fight a little different. It's different things involved for it. And I feel like his last couple of fights he's kind of shown that. And um, he was always nice with his boxing, his timing. So at the end of the day, it's not like an Anderson Silva that's caught at a time where it's like, ah, oh, he just kind of like washed up. He's at a point in time where he's revitalized. So I think that makes a fight a little bit more interesting.
2: I will say before you came, I was telling uh, D-Cut Deca- and Jake that after dealing with Tommy and dealing with his team, I have mad respect for you for showing up.
0: What's for- up with Tommy, bro? They they, they just don't <laughs> want to. Do don't want to fight nobody. Nobody, nobody bro. We caught him fighting street fighting at like 4 a.m. He was drunk in the streets fighting people, but he doesn't want to actually get into the ring with anyone.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Some well, people hit me about him, and I'm yeah. Like, oh, he was. weren't you? Yeah, in the weren't you too? Once I, you were gonna I didn't get nothing confirmed, but they asked me, like I'm like this, like if a motherfucker ran up on me right now, I have to fight or I die. Yeah, I feel. And I feel like sometimes in fights I never really thought you either win the shit or you die. And if you think about it that way, I feel like you'll think differently. So if if I'm gonna roll the dice on anything in a short amount of time, like when I when they hit me to fight you, I was filming Cobra Kai all fucking day long. But I was training, something told me to fucking stay ready and get ready. So I was like training, but I wasn't like, let's go guerrilla mode. But the second they said go, is just something about your mind? I was able to do shit that I know would have taken four or six weeks to do. Yeah. I wouldn't been able to run on the treadmill. I wouldn't be able to spot around. So I feel like mentally us fighters have been taught to like, oh, I need X amount of fucking time off. I need this amount of days off. Oh, between this, I should be doing this because that's what we see. Yeah. But if it comes down and it's an opportunity, Take it and fucking go with it because guess what? If I walk outside and somebody try to pull up on me, I'm gonna ball my fist, I'm gonna try to go for broke. Ew. So why wouldn't I think about that and then try to make a rise off of it? So Tommy, I don't I don't know him. I don't know nothing about him. I haven't heard shit besides him not want to fight people.
0: Yeah, and backing out. <laughs> I really <laughs> I ain't
3: <that> backing out <laughs> oh. but,
0: No, literally he so he got his girl pregnant today or something they announced it and I was like this is crazy because he's normally pulling out of every fight (laughs) it's like visa issues and all this shit but I don't know if it's something with the UK people because I really I really wanted to see you versus Tommy because I saw that was like rumored and it went on the internet and then I really wanted to see you versus KSI but that the the bottom line is even even KSI's old coach went on YouTube and was like that's the fight KSI should do that's the fight that everyone would want to see but he's still not gonna ever do it.
3: Yeah, I'm old school though, so like, when somebody asks us about a fight, it's like, hey, do you wanna fight this person? If you say yes, it's a contract. Yeah.
2: There's
3: no yes, and then it's a whole bunch of other stuff. You can argue about money and do whatever you need to do about getting a couple more hotel rooms and a fucking a twerker in a fucking hotel, <laughs> whatever you wanna get, but at the end of the day, if somebody call you and they say, hey, we want you to fight this guy, the second you say yes, I'm I'm expecting the contract to be negotiated. so. Yeah. Uh, A lot of it's cap. A lot of people say they want to fight certain people because it looks good and it gives them credibility. But you got to actually step up to the plate and do what you want to do.
0: That's one thing I always talk about is these guys, like they, they put so much shit out there, like smoke and mirrors to make it seem like they want to fight. And obviously you're a veteran in the fight game and you've been dealing with it for so long. And there's I feel like a very small amount of people who will fight anybody. Yeah. Just pull up, make it happen. No excuses. And that's even what I told KSI is like, yo, you could have all the negotiation shit you want, like be the A-side, all this. I just want to fight you.
3: What y'all smoke?
0: Me and KSI? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I then think your
3: brother got a whole, a whole deal together and <laughs> then y'all yeah. hate each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> it's very, very interesting. But I think what it comes down to um, is, is shit talking, like things that... He said about my family back in 2007. Yeah, in right. 2018. Um, and, and the feud has just like started there and only escalated. And it's, you know, constantly him discrediting me, me discrediting him, and going back and forth below the belt shit. And he beat Logan, right? Yeah. And after he beat Logan, like before they became friends, best, uh, friend. best friends. Um, Logan grabbed me like literally and and I'll elaborate the story because some people have heard it but he was like drunk in this sprinter van and I could tell how badly he was emotionally hurting from the loss to KSI and I was seeing him and he was like taking the bottle and drinking and I was sitting there sober and I and he was talking with his friends about the loss and like I saw how badly it hurt him.
3: So you want to run it for
0: all... For and and in that same Sprinter Van ride, he grabbed me literally by the neck and was like, you have to be KSI for our family. Damn. And I like... Yeah. it. Like The whole thing, like emotionally, I don't know, it just, it just made me so alive and I felt like I had to go on this mission to beat this kid. And boom, beat Gib, start boxing like crazy up in Big Bear training Shane Mosley and then... Before you know it, I I fall in love with the sport, and now it's just this feud that's been going on for five years, and it's the ultimate fight in this influencer celebrity. So y'all brewing
3: it up for like basically y'all fighting for that one spot. Exactly. You think he won. You think you won?
0: I know I'm one. <laughs> <laughs> I I pound, pound for pound. I mean he hasn't he hasn't beat anybody, right? He fought a rapper who's never boxed. He fought a trash, garbage man like. Professional boxer who yeah, just really flopped it. over, um, and and what's crazy is if Logan and KSI fought now, Logan would destroy him. But a lot people don't want to talk about that. It's because Logan went through a year. Back?
2: Would they run it back?
0: Nah, I don't think so. But but Logan prime went, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Logan went the year of training to fight Floyd Mayweather when like KSI was doing rap music and shit. And you can't make up for time in the fight game like experience. Is everything and um, that's why no matter what I don't think KSI will actually end up fighting me is because he can't he will never be able to catch up to my skill level in the gym and that's like that's that's the bottom line
3: Cause I don't know I don't mean knowing if it's real or not. I mean yeah because I come real. from a different world so I don't know
0: like guys
3: just fucking talking shit then all of a sudden oh yeah got a damn drink together I don't know
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, bro, I, bro I, not I, like I that wanna. guy. That's mm.
3: what it feel like. It's real. That's why. I ask.
0: <laughs> No, it's definitely. Sometimes real. it's like, ah uh... it's definitely real. And it, and it's a smart play by my brother. You know, to to. He he came up with the idea for Prime, executed it and was like, my business partner should be KSI. mean, um, it's and it's it's super smart. And now Logan like plays both sides. Like that's my brother, and but KSI is my business partner. Um, yeah,
3: motherfuckers used a fight, didn't y'all.
0: Me and Logan, we would wrestle, um, and it got to a point where we got like too big, and we started breaking shit. It was never like punches to the face, but we were like body punch and get thrown around the house. And we eventually like started breaking furniture and shit Damn. like that. So we had to furniture
3: moving. That's why you move it. Yeah. That's why they say furniture
0: moving. <laughs> you um, have you had like a lot of? fight organizations come to you and be like, yo, like we'll give you this bag, like
3: Yeah, you know, to be honest, I had a lot of lot of fight people offer me a lot of money to fight. Um, as they should. Fucking I already been in the sport for so long. I did my my due diligence of like really studying it. I broke it down. There was a quite a few years where very few people can win around against me. So I just wanna fight that's a big fight that fucking makes me excited to fight. No. Like, I don't know what it was about you that made me want to fucking train real hard and fight. <laughs> but it wasn't a lot of people because everybody else, I mentored them. Like, yeah. I, like Usman was like a, a person that was like, how does it feel to be a champion? Not the disrespect because I felt that way about, you know, different champions at the time when I was on my way up. So Kobe and Usman, all those other guys were like guys that I never even imagined fighting for a title fight. And I fought all the, the gorillas and the natural born killers and the... Uh, ruthless motherfuckers, are people that really gave me the butterflies that they can beat me. Yeah. When they, when they, when that, when I get that, that energy, like this motherfucker can actually knock me out or beat me. I don't know what it is, it's something real sick, but it make me want to train and fight hard. So I think um, our fights made me feel that way. I thought I won the first fight. I was like, fuck, this kid can walk around and say fucking beat me. Like I had this dumbass tattoo on my fucking finger that everybody. Where's Where's the That's, tattoo? Is
1: it on? gone? It's gone, it's gone for yeah. sure. You know it's crazy to double back on that, right? I'm in uh, New York mm-hmm. City. I meet up with one of my homegirls, and she like, no, because we really didn't think you got the tattoo. She like, no, mm-hmm. my friend who a tattoo artist in Jersey or something. She did it. She was like, I know the girl who did it. It was somebody who really did that yeah. shit. You really got that shit. Was
3: that the i I'm like this. Like if I'm in, the, if I'm like, it's called ass betting, right? If I say okay. I bet you a hundred bucks you can't beat me in a fucking sprint. And I beat, you beat me, right? But I don't have a hundred dollars. That's ass betting. You'll fucking get killed for that. So for me, it's like, to be frank, I never fucking thought she was going to beat me. So I never even give a fuck about the tattoo. So the whole bet you was making, I'm like, all right, tattoo. Because I'm like, he'll keep making a bet every time, yep. every week. So I, I felt like it was something that you was just trying to make yourself relax and calm because it brings me into your world whether I want to be there or not. If I don't do it, you look like a bitch. If you do do it, yeah. you look like you, you know, you... It's a, a win-win, right? It's a win-win. So, like, at the time, it was like, to me, it was a movie. And I felt like it's I interesting enjoyed place. the build-up.
2: Why your finger? Because, like, you look down, you see that every single day. Why would you no, get a he was finger. He was
0: doing the, like, fuck Jake Paul. So I love Jake
2: Paul. Fuck
3: this motherfucker over here <laughs> because... His ass ain't fucking beat. You, dude? The, you his on his, on his thing,
0: bottom? bro. His thing was like, I love Jake Paul because he paid me like hella money, which is. And he gave you a bro, t- but, he he, but he embraced it. But he but, embraced it.
3: But I literally, I was thinking like, what the fuck can I do this say? And if and if I don't do it, it's like a lose. It was a lose lose. It was a win win when you made the best. A lose lose after the shit because like, if you don't do it, you ain't the man in your word. If you do it, you kind of like, damn, this motherfucker got a whole tattoo. So I started thinking like, all right. If I put this motherfucker right here, that bitch probably gonna wear off. <laughs> so <laughs> did, I was just making right. it off, wrap my yeah. hands, box of money, push ups, pull ups, dips, every fucking thing. Sandpaper. And eventually that whole start going off. So yeah.
0: that's what ha- that's what happening to my tattoos here too. It literally yeah. is wearing off on the hand because of how much times it like hits the front of the glove. Yeah. So Can when we- they asked
3: me to fight again, I'm like, yeah, because I was already pissed about the tattoo. Like a lot of these little kids, because you got a lot of like younger fans. Like, they're younger than you. Yeah. So they all into this shit. So they, like, so interested and I'm like, dude, like, I've been fighting for mad years. I've been making money for mad years. Like, Jake is not the first motherfucker I fought. Like, you know what I mean? I have to correct people. But then it it resonated to me, like, 80% of the people that are consuming media are kids that age. And they're all doing it through stream. So it's like.
0: It's a new, it's almost a new era of fighting. uh, Yeah can we can we talk about our fights man like i mean like spe- maybe the first one but i i guess i'll like start it off but it's like bro we we really went to war and yeah. both of them and i was very surprised not surprised i knew you were going to be tough but like how hard you hit and how like tough you were in the clinches and i think people criticized both of us like how come you guys, how come you're not punching as much? How come you didn't punch as much? The punch count wasn't as high. Because I think we both felt each other smoke and we were like, damn, like this could end at any moment.
3: I mean, for me, it was like this. Like I fought in big arenas. I fucking fought at Madison Square Garden, the biggest gate they've ever had to date. So I've been there um, on those big shows, but like boxing is different. Um, I always wanted to box. So like for me, it was kind of like, shit, I'm fucking boxing. showtime. So it's kind of like a moment that I want to really soak in for the first time. Um it's a lot more punches than MMA. MMA you can wrestle, kick, punch, you know, move around, do all these different things. So it's a lot of fucking punches. I just remember like everybody, Oh, why you didn't fucking finish them off? Oh, why you didn't this? Oh, why you didn't that? I'm like, Motherfucker, my arms is burning. (laughs) I was trying to, I was trying to lift my like it was hard to lift my arms up afterwards because you get hit on, you throw a punch and you get caught with your arm outside. You throwing them on that motherfucker to hurt. So if you don't get to the end of the punch and you get caught or hung outside. So I just remember like just trying to walk around. I was like, one, I was kind of pissed. Then it didn't help that my arms was kind of really fucking sore after the fight. So I just remember like. When I hit you and I and I fucking saw you kind of to go through the ropes. I'm like, all right, this shit over with then. Then I remember you went to the side and was kinda laughing. I'm like, that motherfucker laugh, but I know that shit hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean? So
0: I was sticking my tongue out and shit. Nice. Nah, it, it was a good it was a good punch. Still the best punch I've been hit with in, in an actual match and pro- probably
1: probably in sparring too. Uh was that
2: the first face to face you got a gift, Aaron?
1: Uh, so I don't know. I was lucky, just I ain't gonna lie. I was salty. He, he didn't even tell all this. You know, he bought us all Rolexes that, that week for Christmas, right? And yeah. all of a sudden, we go to the face to face, like, I got one for Tyrant. I'm like, damn, we got the same shit.
3: No, I'm taking them off her. Yeah, oh and God. I was gonna try to fuck you up, e- even afterwards. But at <laughs> oh the end God. of the day, I was like, I didn't know what the fuck he was up to. Like, I really, to be honest, I didn't know if he had like a tracker in that bitch. <laughs> yeah. I really had that bitch go down. I took it to That's Icebox. God. Oh God. I said, let me see inside this motherfucker. That's crazy. <laughs> Cause they open because micro- it. it's the smartest shit ever. Shit, why not?
1: You oh, you put you a roll. tracker for what? You think I'm a assassinate Tyra's gonna assassinate
3: you? Tyler's gonna switch his stance up. He's gonna throw. I right, remember what yeah, we said. Yeah, put some sound bites. You oh, never put know. Like like an
0: audio microphone in there. That would be viral. Oh, you crazy? Bro, like come that. on. You never know. Hey, <laughs> I, <don't> know. <laughs> I
1: wouldn't have trusted that
2: shit either. From you? Never know. That's smart. for you?
1: Problem? Come like on. You crazy, bro.
0: I, could, I would probably do the same thing. That's crazy, though. So they really like undid the watch and like made sure there was. They was trying
3: to cap on you too. They was trying to see if it was real, but I I was I didn't give a fuck. Like I got my own shit. It's not like I was like, oh, this is my first watch. Let me just make sure it's real so I can wear it around in the fucking club. But it's like I didn't know how to deal with that at that moment. Like it was weird. it was weird. The fucking moon and the sun was out at the same time. And the last time we did a face to face, it was kind of heated. So. Um, I just felt like every time i'm in front of a camera i just want to be real i want to be honest how i feel and i said at that time i said tomorrow i'm going to try to fuck you up mm-hmm. and i meant that yeah. and i said i hope you're going to try to do the same thing to me that's all i said and i i think i said something during the way and was yelling and screaming i'm like tomorrow they're going to respect you right because i knew we was going to go to war yeah. i already felt that before we even started doing it i didn't recognize it was going to be from Me taking the actual punch, but when people like bring it up like we can address the punch I'm not like it was a fucking fucking hard-ass punch. That was strong, right? So if you dropped your hand Jake, I was gonna try to fucking smash you Mm -hmm. I was gonna try to punch you. I was gonna try to knock you out I was gonna try to hurt you So how the fuck do I get mad that I feel like I was winning most of the fight and then we get to the point point. I think you look like you're going to throw overhand right. It's kind of like you're about to throw it. And I lift my hands up, I'm like, he ain't going to throw it. The second I did that is when a punch come. You can't take shit away from me. You can't take shit away from what I did. You can't take shit away from the actual fight that took place before. Especially with only two rounds left. We was fucking fighting, and nobody was fucking looking like they was going to pass out. And I got the fight call in two weeks. I wasn't... A person that said, "Okay, I can't do this because it is my fucking hymen ain't busted yet." And let me fucking just milk it. No, I said, "Let's go." It was right. a one one second answer one second question, one second answer. Yes, cool. Let me get in the gym. So I trained off. I mean, I filmed all day. I trained at three, four in the fucking morning until I got what I needed to do. Then they trained again. Then they trained me on set, and then I trained in the middle of the night again. And that's what you do. So like for me. It was the right move to make. I know it was the right move to make because I felt like I won the first fight. I felt like this is karma. This is my fucking chance to go out there and do that. And I fucking dropped my hand at the same time you threw a bomb. Fuck, I'm going to do. Cry?
0: No, yeah. And, it, and it, I mean, obviously, it, it happens in the sport. I mean, you look at Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman, right? And if someone makes one mistake and when you're in there with someone else who has that power, that's what I mean about, like, both of us feeling each other's No, power. I said
3: that at the face to face. I said, we both can knock each other out. Yeah. Like that's, that's, but I like that fact because it makes you, you gotta be a little bit more, it's a bigger risk. Like when I was fighting some guys in the UFC, um, when I'm fighting a Damian Mayo or if I'm fighting somebody else, they, I know they can't knock me out. Like I was fighting them with a torn labrum. So I had to make him punch at me so I can punch him back because my shit was torn out. But when you know that somebody got the one punch that can push you down, I got the same one punch. And, Unfortunately, if I go back and look at all the people I here with it, if Koshik would have lifted his fucking hand up, right? If Dunyan Kim didn't fucking take that spin, if Robbie Roller didn't fucking go for the fake level change, they can all go back and look at the film and say, I could have took this one, if I wouldn't have went for that shit, right? Yeah. But I've spoke to most of them. We've done business. Jay Haran, we've done business with. I just did Cobra Kai with fucking Wonderboy. So when you called me to do the podcast, part of me like, do I want to fucking go? Do I not want to go? Like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Like, is it going to be like, oh, I knocked you out, and everybody's going to be like, why the fuck would you do this after you fought the dude? Or can it be like, no, I'm not fucking shot. I'm not running from no camera. Yeah. I'm yeah. a ho oh, gi. I've been in this game for a long time. I did what I was supposed to do. He fucking threw a punch and hit me as I dropped my fucking hand. It's boxing, Yeah, right? It's not like you just put your hand in your back pocket and threw sand in there and I looked up and you swung. (laughs) You was doing some fame and some other shit before. And that's what happened. So like, I feel like it's important for people to just face the music shit because I knocked a lot of motherfuckers out. Way before fighting in the street, I knocked a lot of people out. I blocked out and knocked a lot of people out of my life. So at the end of the day, I can't can't just crawl under a rock because it happened to me. This is when you show you're a champion. This is when you rise up. This is when comeback season starts. This is when you show everybody what you're capable of doing and you prove everybody right that believes in you and you give a fuck less about what people that saying you can't do it. That's where I'm at, so. I
0: fuck with that. I fuck with that, that's real. Now that's real. That, and that, that's a way to attack life, man. And a lot of people could learn learn from that mindset because I think a lot of people are scared of failure and they just don't go and chase their goals because they're thinking about like what could happen or the risk about, you know, th- I could look bad or this could end up happening. And um, th- those are the like the real losers in life are the ones who like never actually go and, and do anything. They never
3: jump off the plane, but in your DMs, oh, da-da-da-da-da, exactly.
0: bro. Exactly. Not ready to take that risk. Not even they not even ready to even take the risk. Talking about like being on the other side of the punch, like when you won against Robbie Lawler with one punch, UFC championship, you know, you dedicated that your whole life for that moment. What what was that like, man? Because you have that it one. It was punch. hard
3: for me because Robbie was my dog. Yeah. Robbie was my homie and uh, we was on the same team We both was american top team i always wanted to be the first one that brought gold back to the team because i was with the team since 2005 never switched up sides was american top team since day one robbie joined the team welcome open arms everybody fuck with robbie how can you not and then um we got to the point where we was in the crosshairs they wanted us to fight and i said i would only fight a teammate if it was a world championship at stake. and i was like man i you never know when you're gonna get another chance. The UFC don't really, it's not about a ranking system. It's not about what you did lately. It's not about how good you are. It's if people give a fuck about watching this fight. That's all it is. You fought in a fight and you won that fight that people gave a fuck about watching and then you became a champion after that fight. Yeah. Right? How do
2: you separate the two when you go to fight someone that's like your best friend? How do you go uh, into war like I forgot that? I
3: gotta knock him out because he fucking is a gremlin and he was gonna do it to me. He's a he's, he's a brawler. You can't second guess, you can't think. You gotta be the alpha male. If you wait, then he's gonna run you down because everybody's waiting to see what's going When two people enter the alpha male, we're waiting to see what the other motherfucker gonna do. So I felt like the times I've done best is when I just said, fuck it, I just draw across. Even if I don't hit you, if I swing hard enough and you feel the gust of wind go by, off, <laughs> I hit your glove, you gonna feel my power no matter yeah. what. At that point in time, Fighters would either step up and like, all right, let's fucking go. And I've had those guys too. Carlos Conan was like that. Mm-hmm. I knocked him across the fucking ring like he was on a ratchet doing a stunt. And then mm-hmm. he shook it off and he walked straight forward. And I knew I already knew what kind of fight I was gonna be in before. I can tell it the way and what kind of fight I'm gonna be in. So um I just I just kind of fluctuated when I when I know it's gonna be a war, I'm ready for a war. When I know it's somebody that haven't really figured me out, then I know how to press press the gas on
0: them. And you, you guys had to, like, separate coaches, right, and teams? Yeah,
3: we separated coaches, separated teams. Um, I didn't even train at ATT. They wanted us both to train in the same gym. Uh, one, one, one coach accused my coach of filming them and, and tracking. We don't even do that because we take pride in figuring out the Rubik's Cube ourselves. Um, so I trained in Rufus Sport in Milwaukee. My coach, Dean Thomas, came there with me. Um, he was a champion, so I gave him a respect. He had the ATT headquarters. He did his thing. They made it kind of like personal, but for me, that was like emotion show. It me that he was kind of pressed. Yeah. So I focused more on the fight. I focused more on proving that right. I mean, he was a fighter of the year back to back. His fight against Carlos County and Roy McDonald win, I ain't never seen that much fucking blood. These people <laughs> getting their head knocked off. It was rock and sock with with chaos in there. So after those two fights, I didn't fight in 18 months. Mm. You know what I mean? He was two-time fighter of the years, unheard of in our sport. Him and Connor and maybe, I think those are only two that got it back to back out of every fighter. And then I, he didn't land one punch. In 60 seconds, he was out of there. So like, when people look at what I've done in the sport and how I did it, like, nobody was beating Warner Boy. Nobody was beating Damian Meyer. Nobody was beating Robbie Lawler. Nobody was beating Darren Till. And it was always me proving everybody wrong every time versus just trying to show I was the best.
2: Would you, Jake? Would you be able to do that, like, for a championship fight, fight one of your really good
0: bro? Friends. I'm about to fight Logan. That's funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I think we want to do that. I think we should do that, but just because no one's ever done it. I,
2: no, yeah, I, I definitely think y'all should. I just think I, it, I, I think,
0: think it's a sport. When are you to fight sport. some MMA? It is a sport. What?
3: When, when are y'all coming over to fight some MMA?
0: I got an announcement coming soon. I'm, I can just tease that. Right. That I'm working: so I'm, wondering, we I'm working boxing. with I like it. I'm working kicking
3: stop shots, but I want to see I want to see the other side.
0: I'm working with a big organization right now on a whole thing in MMA that also has to do with me fighting and we're going to have a announcement soon because I want to do it. and uh, Javier Mendez said he would train me, so I'll go go to AKA. I probably need like a year, year and a half to get the kicks down. I already know jujitsu. Why you going to already... throw the kicks? That
1: sounds good to somebody grab so, your arm. So why are you going
3: <laughs> to throw
0: the kicks? Don't throw kicks? Just punch? You don't
1: have to. You can. I mean,
0: I want to know. I want to be able to do everything in there. At least checking kicks. I, I know how to wrestle already. <laughs> everybody everybody hit
3: there. me up and be like, they want me to fight one of the people that are doing boxing in the MMA. I never thought about that.
2: Call someone out. Who do you want?
1: Yeah, you got the platform right now. Whoever wants it can get right it. Right now, this, I, this know, just wanna I, it I just want to fight. I just want to fight and be
3: active and have fun and fight big, big fights with big promotion. Yeah. I don't want to fight Ren and Stimpy. Like I feel like, after fighting you a couple times and just fighting at some of the biggest arenas and winning titles, I feel like, for me yeah. at this point of my life, I want to just be. I want to feel like the person can probably beat me, and I want to just be pumped up. How I want f- other people to be positive.
0: Yeah, and someone's gotta come with the bag, like yeah. Proving that you can sell hundreds of thousands of paper. Well, now views. I know
1: now that I know Tyron ain't About to uh put me in the headlock, you know. I mean don't ever don't really? ever not think. You yeah, never I, know. You I'm, never I'm always ready.
3: Did y'all
1: squash the beef with the mom situation in Cleveland? So yeah, so I got to talk to Miss Woodley. You know, me and Miss Woodley is we on good terms. We had a great prayer together. We talked, we moved on, you know. But I never got the proper apology to give to Tyron that I wanted to give to him, you know, because it was no disrespect. And I've learned a lot that, you know, let the fighters handle it, you know what I mean? And so I, I want to give you that, that apology. You know, man to man right yeah, here.
3: For sure, I appreciate that. And you know. Mama Wood is an OG, so I go hard for Mama Woodley, so but I Me and Mama that. Woodley had a
1: powerful moment. It was crazy. It was no cameras around. It was behind. It was, be, like, behind the scenes. And she literally came up to me, and I'm a I'm a, I'm a strong believer in God. I come from a Christian family. And she came up to me and she told me that she had an envisionment of my grandmother and my auntie. And she told me exactly who they were. She described them to me.
3: She'll creep you out.
1: She said, I felt their spirit. She said, the day that all oh, that whole thing, she said, I felt your grandma's spirit inside that press conference room. Yeah.
3: That's bro, that was so touching. I mm-hmm. had to
1: walk away. I had to walk away from the press conference, bro. I was about to damn near start crying. I had to call my grandmother, call my parents. That situation was crazy.
3: I respect that. It takes a, a man, a, a real man, to apologize. My mom is real special to me. Like, I'll, I'll kill over. I just want to make that real clear. Yeah. I just felt like at that moment, it was like, I really even forgot about the fight and all the stuff at that time. It was just, Om. the whole moment just shifted to something real. You know how this world works, and this, and this. Everybody don't get a chance to make that move and say that at times. So I think it's respectable, and I think more people should do that because uh, a lot of people on this earth, and a lot of people right now, especially with how crazy it is in LA and all these different places, yeah. that men need to really start doing that more often. So I appreciate that, and I accept
1: that. Yeah, thank you. I so, appreciate that. Well,
2: congratulations so, on your engagement. Your beautiful fiance someone, is man. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations.
1: Yeah, we've been definitely having that conversation of women and supporting the athlete and how important that is because it comes in all aspects. And it's not even about just having a strong girlfriend, it's a strong mother, whatever yeah. it comes, it could be your sister. You know, your sister was about to fire on me. Well,
3: my sister my sister really is, Um, she really about that noise. Like it's funny that I'm the fighter in my family. My, fi- my whole family has been, my, mainly my sisters are so all been fighters.
1: Yeah, you pull got, you out you got the mostly car. Sisters, right? Yeah,
3: mostly sisters. But it's funny that I end up being the fighter. I fought a lot, but my my family's just known for fighting. And um, to see that side, you must have really said something to bring that side out. Cause I'm like, oh shit, whoops. What did and you I, say, bro? It was the fact that he said anything, to be honest. It was just tension in the room. I was doing It was tension. It would have erupted. There's nothing you could have did or anybody in your crew could have did that would have made me ever say one word to your mom. Nothing, so at that point it was like I didn't care what he said It's the fact you said anything so yeah But everybody think differently like like when you promoting a fight Something like y'all look y'all be y'all look crazy. Yeah, so things ain't off the table that, you, you with it. I'm thinking like this motherfucker don't know. I'm not playing I wasn't even listening to you.
0: Either. I don't know what you were saying. I was saying some you was dickhead ending it shit. All, and I, I was, was like, you won't. You. <laughs> you, I was, hey, you won't do I, was to be, I was being a dickhead yeah, I looked at the video and you <laughs> like you
3: won't do anything that, like, that's, <laughs>
0: That's why it goes I
3: goes he was Ferrell. <laughs> I was I, just I, like, yeah, this my thing is man. a joke. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: That's but, why um, it goes back to the KSI thing. It, it, he said some crazy shit about my mom, and dad. so you
3: understand
1: it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, get it. I get it. I get it.
1: I ain't say nothing crazy about Miss Woodley, man. We already had that talk. Bro. I'm not. We're well, not saying you did, can, can but, I but I mean, it just
0: gets personal when mom gets involved. We,
3: can we? Can we really get down to what it really was?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do I it. said
3: something about y'all ass because I was like- Oh yeah, you was, you was I, coming crazy. I, I was like, um, we was talking about something because you ain't had no fucking shirt on. I'm like, why the fuck you ain't got a shirt on? He's like, this is fight biz. I'm like, I know what the fuck it is. I've been in this shit for a minute, right? And I was like, yo, your whole squad is fucking goofies because y'all out there fucking hitting the folks and doing the damn choreography. And he was mad, he was mad pressing He was like, So he kind of lost it. You so got I, a- I saw when it happened, but it was like, all right. I got underneath the list again yeah, over got there. Me. You, was like, you got
1: it was. all these cheerleaders with you. You yeah. was going hard on that all week. You was yeah. getting this. It was a good, I'm not going to lie. That was the best, that I mean, was the best buildup to a fight ever. And it, and it was, and I feel like got, it took
3: over the, the whole year. You know, disrespect 100%. to Logan and Floyd, but I feel like nobody talked more about any other fight than me and you. I felt like the Tommy, the Tommy Fury fight wasn't supposed to happen at the time. I, I kind of feel like I told my coach and I got receipts. You look at him coming to my gym in St. Louis, we started training him. I said, I don't know why, I don't feel like this fight gonna happen. So I flew him into St. Louis and we started training. And then when I was on set and Nikisa hit me up, and I'm like, I already felt like it was gonna happen. So I, I didn't really have to think much
0: about it. It's a death sin. Um,
1: the universe wanted the rematch. Leave no doubt. Big event. Man. No, it was crazy too. That that whole fight was crazy. I remember during the fight, Logan. The whole fight. I want to Logan, fuck your
3: brother up. By the way, for fucking the goddamn Logan ass the fucking Polaroids. Right, he was. For, right, I'm like, get your, you right on the fucking ring. He oh, was he right was right talking on the mad as shit.
1: You know, this While is funny. Like,
3: I was gonna kick his fucking. You know camera. the crazy
1: part about the whole thing, though. The whole time he talking all that shit, yeah. he kept now, coming I didn't over hear what to him me. Saying. He kept coming over to me and said, "Tyron's winning this fight." <laughs> Was beating Jake's ass and I just kept arguing I was Logan the whole fight. He was like, I was like, shut the fuck up. He like, and I didn't time-
3: mean to do that takedown, but it just kind of happened.
1: Yeah, bro. And the
3: fucking, duck
0: and we, I uh, yeah, head butted off your elbow. That's what the, the eye, bro. That was bad. I, or you elbow me. That's what this is from. Y'all yeah, like that shit though.
3: Y'all yeah, like, oh, I got cut. <laughs> I kept going. i oh, bleeding.
0: Uh, <laughs> fucking Rocky. Fucking
1: Rocky.
0: <laughs> the last, uh, the last thing I want to get into is boxing's top 10 pound for pound I created my own list but I want to hear your MMA top Holy 5 shit. pound for pound if you could create a list uh, ever oh okay I was like
3: damn that's cold um fuck I think John Jones is the best fighter we've seen yeah. um, whether he's fought consistently or whatever the case I think Innocent silver I would say is a GOAT because he did it in a really respectful way. Um, never really had much to keep him away from there. He beat people without being able to talk the shit that everybody else did. I think Demetrius Johnson is the most well-rounded fighter we've ever saw. Um, I fuck with George St. Pierre because he, um, he was very respectful all the time. Um, who else? Carlos Kana was my favorite fighter to watch. So when I fought him, it was kind of like, "Fuck, this motherfucker good." So I watched <laughs> his video, and I forgot I was studying to fight somebody, and I was really kind of jocking his technique and stuff like that. So I would do um, Carlos Condit for sure.
0: Um, so John Jones, GSP, Demetrius Johnson, no, I, I, Anderson I would, Silva.
3: Anderson Silva, I gotta say, is a goal. Like I feel like Muhammad Ali is my favorite fighter, right? Yeah. But I don't. I'm not gonna say he's the best fighter, boxer ever, right? So many other. You got, you know, Ray Robinson, you got Sugar Ray Leonard, which I love. I like Rory Jones Jr., I like Floyd Mayweather. I like a lot of these different boxers. And Andre Ward, you know, um, I was a fan of a lot of different boxers. So I, it's hard for me to put a top 10, but I can tell you the guys I fuck with and why I fuck with them. I, Dominique Cruz is a, um, he's a person that down the road, people will understand his mind. His mind is a genius mind. Um, not just analyzing fights, but just the way he, accepted the fact that he wasn't explosive and athletic and he made a whole fight based upon his shortcomings. And he he picked it apart and he went on a crazy run. So I got to give it up to Dominic Cruz. Would you put
0: Khabib on the on the top 10?
3: On my top 10 list, probably not. I do fuck with Khabib. I like him, I respect him a lot. Yeah. I think he's a good fighter. I think his type of fight for that weight class, nobody could do that besides Sean Shirk back in the day. Yeah. But like, he was just really aggressive. But I, I didn't see the um, the wrestler with good hands fight him. So I, I, I couldn't really jump on that train. He was a, in the power for power.
0: It's a good list,
3: though. Yeah, so there, I would probably hang out there. I, I got to uh, give it to my dog, Dean Thomas, Eve Edwards, Kenny Florian, them of the originals that got me, they kind of mentored me. But outside of that, I, I I like guys for what they stand for, how they fight, how consistent they are and uh, what they did for the sport. Like, I feel like I did something for my sport. I was the one that never bent. I was the one that never folded. I was the one that never let the industry change me. I was who I was the whole time. People didn't understand it. Then once they got in their driver's seat, now they want to cry and boo-hoo. No, I I, I really trailblazed a lot of the shit. Nobody had a vlog. Nobody was doing other stuff outside of the sport. They was just doing that and they felt like I should do that. And I never was a follower, so. Um, that's why my list is
0: kind of all over the place. I I uh, I think maybe Chuck Liddell too could make the list. Chuck
3: Liddell, yeah, I forgot about the Ice Man. Yeah, he was hard. Yeah, he had a whole brand too coming out the yeah. DMX and shit. Yeah,
0: throw yeah. Chuck on my. too. He, Chuck was lit. Chuck was super lit. Randy Couture, since Randy, you know do Randy. Yeah, that,
3: Randy. Randy managed me for a long time, so I got the Randy on there.
0: That's a good list. I uh, I made my own boxing's real top ten pound for pound because <laughs> I was super pissed about seeing ESPN's top. 10 pound per pound i couldn't agree with it um so i got tyson fury number one two tie between terrence crawford and errol spence they just got to settle it i put ties on here because if they're in the same weight class and they're the two best in that weight class then we don't know who really is going to make the pound for pound list uh, until they really settle it arthur better be even dimitri bivel at number three four alexander olexander usick Five, tie between Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor. Katie Taylor wins at 135. Barely, if they go to 126, Amanda Serrano would win. And I hate how they exclude women from the boxing top 10 pound-for-pound list because these ladies are savages, um, and they deserve to be on this list. Six, Shakur Stevenson, another dominant performance uh, this past Saturday. Uh, Devin Haney being undisputed at 135, which is arguably one of the toughest weight classes and most hyped-up weight classes in boxing right now. Jermell Charlo, also undisputed. So you got to throw him on the list. I don't get how ESPN has these people on, like Lomachenko in the 135 pound division who oh, yeah, doesn't even on your list. no Lomachenko doesn't even have a belt. Hey. Lost to Tiafimo. Tiafimo loses respect. to Cambosos. I mean, I Cambosos like loses like, to Haney. Man. How can you have Lomachenko on it's your cool. list? Doesn't make any, any fucking sense. He's not, he doesn't even have a belt in that weight class. Um, and which, which is why also Jermel Charlo has to be on because he's undisputed. You're the best. All four belts got to be on there. David Benavidez. Canelo lost to uh, Bevel at 175, but at 168 Beaver would also beat Canelo and Bivol offered to go down to 168 and fight him there, but I know Canelo wouldn't do it because it'd be the exact same fight. Then you have to give up all four oh, you of his studying
3: belts. this shit, studying this
0: shit. Oh, no, yeah, this is my <laughs> life.
3: Hey, he owns this shit like <laughs> fantasy um, boxing. And <laughs> and uh
0: and uh, Canelo's ducking Benavides. Canelo is ducking um the other Charlo. And then Naya in UA pretty self-explanatory um he's just obviously super dominant in that weight class taking out nonito Donaire uh with a knockout so this is the real boxing top 10 pound for pound if you argue it um you you just don't
1: understand i'm arguing it right now i'm arguing it right now on the show i ain't gonna lie to you i'm sorry bro say it but Gervonta Davis needs to be on there, bro. And that's Gerv- just a fact, bro. You can, you can take, you can put Gervonta where he carries. Have, how you gonna
3: have the more Lomachenko on
0: there? Lomachenko, I will explain it. Lomachenko don't have no belts. You don't. It's not even necessarily about the belts. He lost to Tiafimo. Tiafimo loses to Cambosos. Devin Haney beats Cambosos all twelve rounds. So like just by the order or the pecking order of things, he's not on there.
2: I'm not gonna lie. That's, that's
1: Lomachenko. Now, Jervante, you got something personal. Jervante right. no, should no, be six, no. and Shakur should be ten. And then get. Mm, thong, thong, thong. I, I think you should but,
2: definitely have KSI. But on G- that Gervantes
1: doesn't even have a, a belt really like she that. Said
0: he got a fake belt. He got a fake WBA belt.
1: Gervantes got hands, nigga. That's what but he the, got. I mean. I'm just saying it, bro. I'm he, who, say nice. who has I like he really Gervantes. beat? He could beat a couple people up there.
0: I'm he, saying in his weight class, though, who I has mean, he don't really, really beat? Know all the, the, who has he really beat to the, put him on the this list? You can't have someone. I
1: just know he be knocking
0: people.
3: Hot. Yeah,
1: he be knocking shit. He, didn't he beat up TFMO didn't he beat no, up? No, no. Okay, Javante beat up a couple people. I know that. I know that he beat up more names
0: than But Sh- he was secure. Lo- the, the problem is, is to be on the pound-for-pound pound list, you have to not just win. You have to do it in a dominant fashion. There's been fights where Javante is secure losing. did not
1: dominate the last opponent more yes, he than did. Gervonta dominated. Yes, he did. What do you Broly? mean? Gervonta what do you mean?
0: Put Shakur won every ring. single round and got a knockdown. Bro, uh, there's been fights where Javante is losing damn near all the rounds and he just wins in the last couple of rounds with the knockout. He's not winning in a dominant fashion which is what, what you have to do to be put on the pound for pound list. I, th- I would say yeah he's maybe 11 or 12 or like an honorable mention but he's not top 10 pound for pound that's a That's, a, yeah. that's crazy.
3: <laughs> Jake Ball said Javante's honorable mention. He's an honorable <laughs> mention.
0: <laughs> and when him and Devin fight Devin wins. And once that happens you will see that this list I with Javante.
1: You give oh. Shakur a lot of... Uh, listen, I and think Javante Shakur is the next step, but you go, you can't give a... You can't. Bro, Shakur, like Shakur, Shakur too, bro,
0: Shakur beat Valdez, 30-0 Valdez with ease. Made it look like nothing. That was the man that was supposed to beat him. He literally did not get punched. That is called dominance. Uh,
1: uh, Ryan Garcia put on some good dominating... Performances as well, but but not against he
0: not against not against like super super high level people. He's Shakur did it against the top two people in his weight class back to back super dominant performance. Devin Haney goes to Australia takes all the belts. Let me see. That, what these you. are statements,
1: guys. Bro, Javante had been in those big fights. Come on now. I don't think he's saying this is, can't though, fight. So, uh, no, I'm saying, not. I'm not saying. I'm saying not saying he's been in a big fight. He's been in some big fights.
0: I mean, Barrio like Rolly is like. I mean, bro, Rolly got tapped and like fell
3: People to don't the want ground. to fight
1: Rolly though. They don't want to fight Rolly. They, they, he's he a an liability. He's unorthodox. He's unorthodox. He he's a really liability. Touched. You Devin Haney and them, they ain't saying, "Oh, give me Rolly." They know he got. I'm
0: I'm agreeing with you that Javante is damn near on the list, but he's not on the list.
1: Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just argue that because I, I I I don't listen. I know you don't like Javante like that. I don't. I don't, I know, I don't have anything
0: I, against Javante. I think
1: he's a good fighter. I, I
0: think him. we joke back and forth and talk shit and say whatever. But to me, it's all just it's all just fucking around and being an internet troll. Fight business. He's an honorable mention.
1: All right, that's all. <laughs> I, at least
0: you. I got Participation
2: that. Trophies.
0: Yeah, participate. I'll give him a gold star. I want to see. I want to see what the internet says to that. Like, oh no.
3: Let, let me. They get your ass already. Yeah, to, <laughs> no to
0: all of it, just to this whole list, because no. you can't really. Devonte Davis,
3: honorable mention, is a
0: the um, this whole interview gonna be boring? now to that one line. <laughs>
1: They're gonna be like, man, how you say that?
0: But even ESPN doesn't have him on the top ten pump run, I don't think.
1: That's people I mean. agree. People agree. Hey, we'll see. Let's check out the list. Let's compare your list to the ESPN list right there, and then let's just
0: see what see what people think. Ladies and gentlemen, episode eight BS with Jake Paul. Tyron Woodley, thank you for flying out. Thank you for doing this, no worries, bro. My man. Yes, and, yeah. uh, I know what to
3: expect, but um, <laughs> you know, I appreciate you having me on. I feel like we talked about some shit that people probably didn't even think either one of us gave a fuck about. And, nice. uh, yeah.
0: Let's go. That's That's some good, good shit. Ball. All right, we'll see Thanks. you next yes, week. Sir. <laughs> like, subscribe, comment. Peace.